Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. How do you feel about Cabana Gate? Cabana Gate? <laughs> yeah, you know, not, not to be confused for the party sausages. Um, <laughs> no. I'm talking Tell about the... Aussie kids grew up on kabada and cheese. I don't know what it was about, you know, barbecues and snacks back oh, in the day, mate. but man. All it was was those little cubes of cheese, <laughs> kabana, um, French onion dip, some jats. Yeah. That's all you had. That was now it. Sophia is literally saying, can I have some camembert? I'm like, oh, who oh, are no. you? This is, you, you talk about. The youth of today, and you just got to worry, don't you? <laughs> you do. She wants camembert with the with the pink stuff, which is the quince paste. I mean, like I'm like, <laughs> what have I, what have I created? Honestly. Wow. So, anyways, mm. um, no cabanas, the beach tents. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Have you heard the the furor? How annoyed people are getting by these cabanas? Um, yeah, because you're in the beach, you can't. Don't have a good view of the the lapping beautiful waves because you've got a little um, blue tent in front of you. Yeah, well that's it. And so people are saying we should ban them. What do you think about that? They they got banned in a beach in South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, because they were obstructing views, becoming a safety hazard because lifeguards, etc. People weren't able to see the people that they need to be watching in the water. Well, I remember um, a bit of uproar back when they banned umbrellas from like the footy. You're getting rained on. You put an umbrella up. The people behind you can't see the match. But here, okay, what about this? They're always in our ear about bloody sunburn and skin cancer. True. So are they really going to be banning something that provides us shade while we're at the beach? It's not going to fly with me, mate. I'm telling you now. Someone needs to draw a line in the sand. And pop a nice little cabana right up next to it, just so you can say that this Go, is my spot. behind, behind yeah. this point, yeah, all the rest exactly. are maybe, okay. maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's it. Drawing a line to the sand. <laughs> Perfect. Well, hello to you. We've already solved one issue on the show today, and there will be plenty more to come. we got a bit of clickfish with our lovely producer, Bronwyn. And speaking you mentioned Carolina there, Matt. There's been a little bit of a, um, is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a Chinese spy balloon uh, around the Carolina regions? We might get into that. <laughs> In a moment. Hope you're well. It's about Alex all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. So, Matt, launch any spy balloons recently? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Whoops. That was my bad. I just wanted to show Sophia something cool. Next minute. It's flying over America. Yeah, it was a pretty interesting weekend seeing the news of a uh, suspected Chinese spy balloon that's been flying across, uh, which after floating for a few days went over water and the Americans thought, enough of this one, mate. We're going to pop the dreams of this uh, particular balloon. And so they shot it over the Atlantic Ocean shortly after 2.30 p.m. on Saturday. Oh, did they? Yeah, after spending most of the day floating over the Carolinas. And it came, yeah, they tracked it all the way from China, went... Montana was the first American state. It went over the top of, they tracked it, went over the ocean. They didn't want it falling on anyone's heads. So they waited till it was over the ocean and then uh, pop. And then I can only assume once it did, it made this sound. (laughs) And then uh, flopped down into the water. I wonder if they're going to clean up all the debris in the water. I'm sure they, 
I'm sure they'll go and see what this balloon was all about. Well, I got a good looking pool boy that could <laughs> yes. scoop out, <laughs> scoop it out if they need one. Um, that is pretty funny, but do you know what's annoying? We had a real opportunity as a world to unite over a massive international game of keepy uppy. I know. I mean, it was the perfect opportunity for every country to just try and keep this balloon in the air. But and no, of course, no. America's just come, shot it. it down. It is like at the cricket when the beach ball goes onto the ground and all everyone's like, no, the person comes along and stabs it. It's like, oh, boo, you've ruined it. And I tell you what, the China Foreign Ministry is basically the Barmy Army in the stands and they're saying... Uh, it was an obvious overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. It added China will resolutely uphold the relevant company's legitimate rights and interests at the same time reserving the right to take further actions response. Um, yeah, it's it seems like, no, you, you got caught with a spy balloon over another <laughs> country and they popped it. What are they claiming that the balloon was doing? I don't think they really know, but... And it's weird because we've got Google Maps and stuff I like know. that. Why do we... Need a balloon. It's not like a, it wasn't like a blimp going over a footy ground or something like that. It just, it seems sus as, as far as things that are sus as goes, just a huge spy balloon. I was walking along the other night, looked up in the sky and there's something like, what the hell is that? I'm pretty sure that's someone, that's a balloon that was just floating. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was just like a birthday one that someone had accidentally let go of their hands and it was floating around. But now, Mm. now that this news story has happened, maybe, maybe I'm thinking it could have been. Something slightly more sinister. Maybe New Zealand launched a little bit of helium our way. (laughs) Well, it just makes me think of the birds. Imagine the birds flying through after that spy balloon popped. (laughs) Just going from rock, rock to look, look. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm a bird. (laughs) Okay, okay, hang on one moment. What you're doing there is... It's a helium bird. That's a bird's usual low squawk has been replaced by a high helium voice. Wick, wick. Oh, now I'm a bird. Helium bird. Um, Ron, could you just jump on the mics? I just, you know, part of your role is to to do our bidding. And I want you, what I want you to do right now, Bron, is I want you to get straight to the editing suite, cut up. What we've been saying right now, and send it directly to the Australian Podcast Awards. Because after a, after a massive snub last year, we're back in the game with this. We are back in business, baby. This is all day breakfast. Drippy. Well, when you've been in the game for as long as I have, Alex Tyson. Damn it! I just lost the game. Sorry, continue. <laughs> you get pretty uh, laissez-faire about the invitations that uh, arrive in your letterbox. You know what I'm talking about, mate. Not really. I don't get invited to too many places. <laughs> you get more invited to more places than me these days. These activations, the events. The sexy red carpet premieres. Yeah, exactly. Which I never know the dress code for. <laughs> and always embarrass myself. Oh, don't even talk to me about red carpets. Every single time you think, oh, you, you start walking down, photographers and media personalities just like waiting for you to move out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, uh-uh, can you just 
keep going, please. It's really like you try to watch the TV and a moth lands on your screen. <laughs> so I try to shoo it away. You're like, get off there. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to see have... someone interesting. <laughs> but um, every now and then an invitation lands on your, on your doorstep that really makes you lick your lips. Ooh. And uh, one of those came to me on Friday. Couldn't make it though. What? I couldn't. Go. Belinda had a friend in town from England. They haven't seen each other three years apart from COVID. So I'm just sitting in the kitchen watching Sophia O'Kine finish her spaghetti. (laughs) Couldn't find the babysitter. Looking at the slick black invitation with the gold embossed (laughs) imprint. Um, it was for the, it was for the dolphins. The Brisbane oh. Dolphins inaugural season launch. See, I mean, even you can imagine this would be something. Well, it's not quite... the Brisbane Dolphins. What are they called? The the Redcliffe Dolphins. Redcliffe Dolphins, the new NRL team, the second one in Brisbane, third in Queensland, the fourth in Queensland. Is it fourth? Who's the other one? North Queensland, Brisbane, and Titans. Gold come Coast get, Titans. Come get the GC. <gasps> yes, you really can when it comes to sporting teams. <laughs> Oh, they love having a crack, don't they? Most, They've tried. Most people, well, like, it's the lack of tries, which um, actually is the cause of their downfall. But um, yeah, you're right. Fourth in Queensland. And um, I think they've been gunning for a Matt O'Kine endorsement. Mate, you know Amy Shark used to be the video editor for the for the Titans? Yes, I do. So, you know, that Amy Shark has, I mean, the Titans have, some, have bred some superstars. I wonder... <laughs> Yeah, and they get traded to other teams, whether from the, from the actual uh, yeah playing field or from the video department. Well, there could be <laughs> they a, there could be themselves. A, there could be a video editor at the Redcliffe Dolphins right now as we speak, who's going to be the next bloody you know Titus one hundred kill up. Yeah, mm. exactly. So yeah, I couldn't make the Dolphins. I felt very sad because I feel like they are my team. Do you know why? Because they are without disrepute yet. <laughs> It's not often you get a chance to have a clean slate with an NRL team. <laughs> it's really true. I just can't justify liking so many of these teams. Yeah, I know how you feel. I mean, it's not just the NRL. Sorry, NRL having a full old crack. It's a lot of sports teams. Nice. No, so many sports. Like almost every single one. Yeah. Mostly men's. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like... The Redcliffe Dolphins could be my could yeah. be my team. They're also at a nice small stadium, you know, like they're at a they're at that intimate sort of stadium that you can right. So it's like you're a fan of a comedian or a band, and they're playing smaller shows. It's just exactly. before they they take off. You want to get in that ground floor. I feel like it's the sort of I, I haven't been to Redcliffe Stadium. I can't even remember what it's like. But mm. I just in my head, I'm picturing you know, mum and dad sitting on the hill while the Bloody six-year-old does tumble turns down the hill and bumps into the barricade. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, good, wholesome children hurting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I felt a little bit disappointed by that. Have you, did you miss out on anything recently? What have I had to, what have I had to say no to recently? A friend of mine, a friend of mine got the call up for the Oscars. What? Yeah. <laughs> They're in the biz. They're in the biz. They work in the industry. That's, that's incredible because didn't you think when you were 18 and just went to acting school that you wanted to win an Oscar by the age of 25? 
I remember being at a party vividly telling someone that I was going to win one at 25. Yeah. I mean, I've said this before. They literally, they kept saying to me at the time, they were like, yeah, you know, 25, <laughs> you're young. You don't need to set your like, goals yeah. that high. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it, mate. So don't best, worry about the that. Best you've got so far is you know someone who got invited to the ceremony <laughs> by 38. <laughs> they don't want to go because they've got nothing to go for. Oh, so they just feel it's a bit of a hollow invite. Well, yeah, but like, would you go to the Oscars? Yes. I know, right? Like, like I was like, just like, as yeah. if that's not a reason to go to America and just go to the Oscars. Oh, we've both rocked up at random things. It was like, what are these clowns doing here? <laughs> I would Bring so down the go. good name of this ceremony. Bron, would you go, if someone gave you an invite to the Oscars, would you go? I'd go to the opening of an envelope. I would actually, <laughs> I would go. <laughs> I'd go to the opening <laughs> of an envelope. Oh my goodness. But like, but Bron, Bron, what if, what if you, okay, here's the question. Here's the question. You get the opportunity to go to the Oscars. Now, bear in mind, the Oscars is not necessarily the beautiful sit down round table dinner that you might be thinking it is. You know, usually it's in like a little bit of a, you know, there's, it's like it's in a big auditorium kind face of Face the front, knees together, yeah. face the front. Yeah. Um, and let's imagine you do not get airfares to this event mm -hmm. or any are comp paid for. Literally, someone's just said, Bron, here is a ticket to the Oscars. It's on next week. Mm -hmm. Would you go? Absolutely, I would go. <laughs> so you'd just you'd fork out for the money to go to the LA and, and just do it? Because how often do you get to go to the Oscars? Of that's, yeah. I mean, that's cool. yeah. we were all there going like, just go. Like, I'm sure you'd find things to do when you're in LA. Like, I don't know. I don't understand why you wouldn't, but she's like, nah, no if point. They're in the film industry, and so it's just an industry sort of invitation. It's not. Yeah, not I mean, this person, anything. this person has worked on some big films, mm. so it's not like they're completely removed from. It's a networking the event. world. <laughs> I, that's what I would think as well. Um, we asked you, what have you missed out on this weekend? Josh says, I missed out on the work Christmas party organised and my own thirtieth birthday because I caught COVID. Sorry, Josh. Oh, no. Missing out on your own 30th. That's a stinker. Alona, I missed the Kingswood gig because I drank too much and got kicked out of the venue. <laughs> yeah, no good Alona. But... Oh, that's, that is a welcome to rookie town. Population you. You need a, a little bit of a concrete mirror there. Hard, hard look at yourself. Hey, um... Alona, I, I will say there is no judgment here because big day out, 2005, I was that guy on like a grassy patch, unable to move when I hear the hilltop puds and we're coming up. And I was like, no. Don't have the energy. I just couldn't open my eyes for it. Olivia said every single event I have a new baby and the FOMO is real. Ben, oh I miss going God. to a Bucks party because I'm broke AF. That's, that's ironic. It's like not being able to go to a Bucks party because you have no Bucks. Um... <laughs> Tegan, I missed my eight-year-old cousin's rep touch game because I had a nail appointment. Well, I'm sure that won't, uh, you know, affect the child, you know, the child's relationship and their future attachment issues going forward. Tegan, that is fine. Uh, let's go to Sam now. Sam, you missed a couple of parties. I did. Yeah, I missed a couple. What happened, mate? Well, I got invited to two parties. One, one with my gym, and one a house party with some mates. And uh, instead, I stayed home and watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> For that the is... first time? No, no. So I, I was with 
Yeah, no, I've watched them a lot. Um, <laughs> i got to tell you, Sam, this is some heavy introvert energy we've got going on here. Yeah. And you don't have to be ashamed about that. That's good that you can live, you know, live your life. Why would I be ashamed of watching a cinematic masterpiece? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's okay, true. But Sam, but Sam, surely you yeah. could have watched Lord of the Rings Another day. I'm guessing you've got them on Blu-ray <laughs> and DVD and, you know, laser disc yeah, probably. Like I've got two, two editions of the extended version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what? why this weekend when you know you had other things to do? Because I really like watching Lord of the Rings. Were you by yourself? <laughs> no, so I was with a friend um, and she has not seen Lord of the Rings before. Ah, uh, cool. So it was more an educational sort of viewing where you were a tutor. Yeah, I needed someone to throw, you know, all of those facts at. Mm. Oh, well, my God, yeah. Sam. This sounds excruciating, <laughs> honestly. I just imagine, I'm just imagining, it was it was it a, a girl that you said, Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just, I'm picturing her in my head just <laughs> trying to watch Lord of the Rings with you just looking at her. <laughs> Eyes open the whole time. Doing the whole point at the TV and be like, you got to watch this bit. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, I find that some people enjoy it the best when you say the lines before they actually come up. I didn't say that is so good. Uh, that sounds like a good weekend, Sam. Thank you for letting us know about it. And we'll catch you next time. This is All Day Breakfast. Yes, she's here again to uh, give us the update on what has been doing the rounds on the internet uh, that is not of a standard for a um, news article, but that gets one made anyway. G'day, Bron. Hello. You were just saying off air, Bron, that you had a, uh, because we were sort of talking about the Oscars, Mm. but you had slightly more realistic dreams. (laughs) You dreamed a dream. (laughs) When I was at uni, I just had a dream that I would be at the Logies one day. (laughs) Like, it was my dream to attend the Logies. And that was, like, really what... Who... Okay, who who would you just, like, dream scenario? They go, oh, right this way, Ms. Doizak. You're sitting right next to... Hugh Sheridan. Ooh. Claudia. Claudia Carvin. Oh. Um, uh, Roger Corsa. Was he... Was he... I mean, he's obviously been acting for years, but he wasn't Dr. Doctor by then, was he? Tamman Sursock. <laughs> I'm not sure, but you, the dream has slowly died after working in the. No, it business. has not. We can get <laughs> no, you to the No, it Lokis. has not. And I, okay, here we go. I don't want to. I don't want to promise too much. Oh. oh. Okay. Now I don't even know if I'm invited to this year's Logies, mm. and it doesn't matter if I am invited or with Alex is invited or either of us invited. I am gonna make a pledge. Mark my words. Bron Doizak is going to the 2023 Logies. Oh, all right. oh, oh, that's a... I could cry. That is okay. a big call. No, no, no. I, look, and I, and I because, don't know how I'm going to do it. With a because, man that doesn't yeah. have an invitation when, for himself. <laughs> when someone tells you, my childhood dream has to be to do this, and then you make a promise you were going this year, that's just... You're going to well, have to make that happen, mate. Are you going to help me, Diet? Like, can we... Is there any oh, way I'm, we can do this? I could try. I have no clouts in the TV industry <laughs> whatsoever. Have you been before, Alex? Never been to the Logies myself. Do you know? Do you know the first person we need to we, we need to get in touch with someone who's like Sam Mack? 
the weatherman. Oh, he's been nominated for a gold. He's been bloke. nominated for a gold. Like That's if he can't put us, king. if he can't put us in touch with someone, or if someone like him doesn't have a spare ticket, you know who might? Because they always take the piss out of the Logies whilst winning Logies is Tom Gleeson. Tom Gleeson might have a spare. He could just give Bron his so he doesn't have to go. I would happily <laughs> represent Tom Gleeson. <laughs> All right, look, let's let's right. park this because yeah. the, the 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 Logies, the 2023 Logies, are happening on June 18th. Which city's got them these days? Oh well, they've moved away from the Gold Coast, I believe. That's mm. my um. That's I think. They're running out of towns to host this thing. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a Norfolk Island soon enough. <laughs> well, all the more reason to get Bron there. Let's go. All right. I'd love a trip to Norfolk. So, all right. I don't know how I'm gonna make this happen, but put it in your diary, Bron. Let's let's do our best. My and heart is racing. You've got to do this <laughs> segment um, in the best sort of Richard Reed celebrity impersonator. You got you got to really TV up this segment <laughs> so it gets picked up by a commercial network, Bron. No, so. I, I just want to be a humble guest. I don't want to be, I never dreamt of winning a Logie. <laughs> I dreamt of attending from the sidelines. All right. That's so no, funny. we're going to try and get you there. It's my dream to be a plus one to the Logies. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Wait, I wonder if we could start, maybe we could be, oh my God, what if we apply for a media pass yes. and you be our red carpet Correspondent. Interviewer. Yeah. Would you interview the, the stars? Oh, absolutely. And they're always, they have the weird American person who's just like bewildered. It's like they've just woken up from a nap and they're just like, where am I? What is this place? You know, what is Matt LeBlanc doing here? Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. All right. Okay. I'm glad that we've got, we've got right. some plans here in place. All right. Here we go. Bron, what have you been clicking, mate? Great. So this first one was sent in by Bronte Mac, a fellow Bron. Headline... Man shows how we've been using parking spaces wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what have we been doing, Ron? What have we been doing to a parking space? I think I know what this suggestion is, and I'm going to suggest that if we're talking about curbside parks, right, so curbside parallel parking, everyone should be parking as far back into their rectangle as possible so that you can all turn and drive out of the car park immediately instead of everyone doing it equi equidistant. Is mm -hmm. that right? Now, that is something that would make a lot of sense. This suggestion is something that does not make any sense at all, <laughs> which is oh. he posted to TikTok, he wants everybody to park on the line because he believes that it will allow enough distance between everybody and so instead of in the car park, the middle of the car the should be on the line between the car parks. No, no, no. The, the tyre should be on the line. Okay, and why does he think that this is better than being in the middle? He's he's just not right, I don't think. <laughs> no. I'm just not into this idea at all. And also, yeah. <laughs> I don't trust anybody to be doing this properly. No one is even parking mm. in the middle regularly how you're meant to. Yeah, if everyone <laughs> parked normally in the middle, that would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> trying to over-engineer <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this get a news story? This yeah, is right what's again. from TikTok, re repurposed uh, at Lad okay. Bible. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, next one, Bron. From the Daily Mail. Um, this was also sent in by someone called Heather Pilly. Headline, Post Malone smokes a cigarette as he lands in Sydney. What, in the airport? <laughs> yeah. Or on, on the tarmac, around <laughs> all the jet fuel. 
He was he was outside. He had had disembarked. So he disembarked and he left the airport and he smoked a cigarette outside the airport. Oh. While in pajamas, yes. In the in the like smoking area. Mhm. Where you're alive. Okay. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Here is the thing, Post Malone. All right? I am not a fan of smoking. Mm. Right? And if you want to do that, then that's on you. Well, you did for a bit, didn't you? I did. I did for a bit. And, uh, you know, not for a very long time. Not for a very long time. But, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. Okay. And I agree with the rules. You should not be smoking. But if you're smoking outside the right distance Mm -hmm. from the doors of the airport, that's fine. Okay. If that's what you want to do and it's by you're following the rules and you're being respectful to other passengers, that's fine. And you put your butt in a bin. Yeah, exactly. You make sure it's properly extinguished. That It's not, you know, going to burn anything. If that's all fine. But I draw the line at smoking in pajamas. <laughs> if you want to go to bed smelling like that, <laughs> then you're sick, mate. <laughs> Honestly, who wants to smoke in pajamas? Pajamas are supposed to be nice and fresh and smell like lilies. If you bought an international flight, he was probably wearing the, the plane's pajamas. He would have been up the pointy end of the plane. They would have given him some probably plain PJs. And yeah. if if you're almost single use, you walk off and there you go. The article explicitly says they were expensive blue silk pajamas. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to change direction on this thing. <laughs> the funniest part is that they interviewed someone who was on the flight with him <laughs> called Kim Carter, who said, I didn't know who he was, but other passengers were very excited. His entourage were trying to push him to the front of the queue, but he declined. So he was flying economy, and oh. which is surprising. I don't know. He's also touring with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So a lot yeah. of this is very like... Like, which are also great, but just I didn't see them pairing as a, you know yeah, what I mean? That's an interesting. Apparently, he did a shoey at the Sydney concert mm. from one of his from his Dirty Converse sneaker. Well, there you go. Shoeys and Siggies do not a clean mouth make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you if you are you planning on teeth, buddy, you are planning on hooking up with Post Malone. He's got a. Mixture of uh, Marlboro and Converse <laughs> musk to the lips. Uh, so just be just be aware of that one. But look, Ron, you've done it again. Thank you very much for uh, coming in. And we'll be seeing you live from the Logies Red Carpet this June. Uh, lock it in. Matt O'Kine has promised it. He is the only one who's been from this show. And so uh, we're relying on him to follow through with the goods. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but uh, a promise is a promise. Thank you. I'm going to hold you to it, Matt. No, I know. I do, please, because I will happily let this go. <laughs> so, well, we're going to have to let you go now and get on with your day, but thank you for spending a portion of it with us here on All Day Breakfast. We've got another big show for you tomorrow, so we'll catch you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.